edition of dynasty logics you know why it's a special edition it's week one we've already talked at nauseum for about an hour about the offense there's a whole nother side to this game that both you and i love so let, why don't we just IDP. just just go in dive in for a couple of minutes and uh and and really tom idps what was the glaring thing up front that really just said you know what I've got a fucking great IDP roster, and I think it was Kendricks that started it off for you. You know what? You're right, and that's exactly what it was. It was guys who were, you know, short tacklers, guys who tackled the middle were solid games. I mean, Kendricks got 15 tackles. That's an awesome bonus, but I love Kendricks. Kendricks is a guy who, again, you know, IDP doesn't have to be flashy in top names, right? I I have a team built of a little bit of both. You know, and, you know, Kendrick seems to be almost like a boring linebacker, right? But he all he does is produce, so he does get tackled, right? Uh, similar to Jerome Baker, right? Just gets tackles, not super flashy, not huge upside. But then we had, you know, a lot of the good linebackers played really well. Uh, you know, Roquan had a good game. Patrick Queen, he was a little erratic in the game, but the dude's all over the fucking place. So he, so he gets tackles because that guy seems to be everywhere on the field. Um, and you, you know, you saw some glimpses of some new life, right? We were just talking about like, you know, a couple of linebackers, uh, we talk, we'll talk about the Raiders, right? Where the guy who looks like the best linebacker is the guy they got two weeks ago and our old friend, Denzel fucking Perryman <laughs> just takes over everyone on that. And again, uh, this is why I'm like, I'm not a fan of some of these, you know, linebacker cores cause you just never know, but you know, that's a guy, you know, we thought we, we knew both like Nick, you know, Kwiatkowski. I'm not so much in love with them now when I see Perryman all over the field making tackles. Um, Wasn't it just heartening? Thought, I'm like, how do, how does that happen? Again, he literally just gets picked up off the street and then goes ahead and says, you know what? Let me go ahead and just get 10 total tackles real quick. Here's how it's done, kid. Follow me. That The team told us what they think about their linebackers, which we preach on this podcast mm-hmm. all the time. Teams tell you what they think. So that tells me that Nick Kwiatkowski is getting dropped off my roster because that team already told me that the guy off the couch two weeks ago is better than what they fucking had. Okay. And they'll tell you that. And I, we talk about week one, not overreacting. This is not an overreaction. This is just seeing a glare in his weakness where the opposite, because we talked about this, the opposite is, uh, is Cole Holcomb, right. Who had a solid game, you know, was lead tackler for the linebackers on that team. And, you know, people are like, Oh, he's going to be the guy. I look at that in a different light because I think Davis is still a rookie. So he's going to ease in a little bit more and get a little bit better. Different situation, you know, two sides of the coin. Again, a guy like Holcomb, sure, I'll go pick him up, you know, give me five or six tackles. But you know what you saw? You saw the guys that we always talk about, especially I talk about. We saw a lot of lunch pail guys. Right? Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of my football, a lot of my lunch pail up the middle. Like uh, I know I know Kirksley had a good game right there. And, uh, Kirksley had a great the lunch game. pail guy, right? Right, right, yeah, right. Those lunch pail guys, those are the guys who show up in in early preseason week one here, right? They just seem to know to do their job, and they're boring. They're not Chandler Jones, flashy, getting fucking five sacks, but they're gonna get you seven tackles up the middle, right? And Chandler Jones, 
you know, because we talked about it. God bless it. I hope your league puts Chandler Jones at a defensive end. Then he's absolutely fucking should be owned. Unfortunately, we play a league where he plays linebacker, and I'm not taking that variance on sacks. So <laughs> well, be careful you know, of that week one because we saw a lot of those guys. You know how you were talking about Perryman a minute ago and what they thought about their linebackers? The story that I've been reading about Jonathan Abram, uh, and um, it's been a story that I've been watching develop. He is your theoretical free safety, but they keep putting him down in the box. Oh, he played ten a lot total in the box. tackles himself. Uh, ten total tackles good. himself. So between Abram and Perryman, that's twenty tackles on that one team. Uh, I personally have shares in Abram. All I've had for quite some time. Uh, this wasn't a surprise to me. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know got me just a little more excited to to as long as he stays healthy he's just gonna keep hitting people and uh oh cory littleton i don't know where he was you know he actually had 10 total tackles himself uh yeah he had a for some game. reason quiet he he had 10 total tackles but it was quiet 10 total tackles yet somehow he didn't he didn't hit the ra- radar for me but it was he was the, is the guy you got to go Kordikowski's yeah. got to go. That's that's the yeah. that's the guy you drop. You're that's right. the one out of the so equation. Your, it, yeah. So his and you're right. Littleton. What I saw from Littleton is is you're right. It was Perryman and Abrams kind of coming up like they were like that on the first two guys at point impact. And then Littleton was the cleanup, right? And then the guy left off is Kordikowski. So, yep, yep. You can buy any three of those guys, and you should be solid at linebacker and. You know, again, we saw, you know, very good, solid linebackers. You saw some tales of linebackers who had question marks um, for the for the Packers. Right? We always, can, you know, we always like who's going to be the number one linebacker. It looked like it looked like Barnes. Right. He had a, he had a solid game for that team. Um, you know, Anthony Walker looked good for Cleveland. Right? Another solid lunch pail guy that we talked about. Like, you know, I mean, the top linebackers all played pretty well. Warner had a good game. Uh, another guy I liked, uh, Jordan, you know, Brooks. Out there in Seattle, you know, he's making that progression from where, you know, he took that KJ right role and he looks prime right there as a nice value. Um, my boy, Bobby OK, he looked good with that middle inside linebacker. Bobby job. OK looked, looked OK, right? Right. He looked, he looked, he looked better than OK. <laughs> I mean, he, he looked better than He looked better than OK. Um, I know Isaiah Simmons finally panned out for some people who had skepticism at the last year. You know, that kind of produced your boy, Miles Jack, had a good game. Um, you know, and it's, nice, was, you know to nice, see. To it's see. nice to see. It's nice to see Miles Jack finally starting to lay some wood. But I will talk about uh, your buddy for a minute in Lelante David. So that guy, there's two guys in particular <laughs> that, that are over the age of 30. And I want to tell you that there are actually, if you want to throw Shaq Barrett into the equation, there's 29. There's three ball players. 29, 31, and 32 that collectively had almost 40 blitzes between the, the three of them. It was Shaq Barrett, Levante David, and Justin Houston. You want to talk about guys who were just making noise all around. The one who was coming up and cleaning it up, though, had 11 blitzes and also 11 combined total tackles was your buddy Levante David. The man continues to deliver over and over and over again. And it feels like he's been playing for 30 years. Like, I laugh. Like, I, I mean, I've owned him forever, and I love him. And I've traded him away, traded for a back for him. But, the, again, like, that guy just shows up. I mean, you know, it, 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 we talk about lunch bell guy. He's like the king. 
Like that guy just shows up and you can pencil him in for double figures every week he plays on your goddamn dynasty team. Just pencil it in, right? Yeah. And then you but then you get, you know, you got you got some good, you got some good um, uh, you know, verification on on guys um, you know, who after last year we talked about like, you know, Simmons played well. I thought Murray played well from the Chargers. You know, he was another guy who had a good year, and I was really curious who's taking that next step. You know, he had a good game. Um, you know, we talked about Holcomb. Another guy we're gonna talk about that. You know, could be a nice pickup, right? We said go get Perryman. You can go get Holcomb, who, who's probably available. I have my I have my doubts about this guy, but he's definitely worth a pickup if you need an extra linebacker, and that's Nick Virgil, right? I know you know Barr has been coming back injuries. They're going to ease him in. He had eight tackles. You're looking for tackles, and you need an extra guy. He's he's worth the stash. Like I, I you know, I'm, I'm looking at that when I talk about like you know snap shares and target shares and and guys who you know who who look good who are on the ordinary. I mean, the chalk guys all look really, really good. Um, you know, like like I said, I'm not worried about, you know, some of those guys. Um, you know, the weird anomaly we talked about, you know, was uh, Delshawn Phillips, right? the guy who goes off from the Jets, and they fucking send him back down, which they will bring him back up because they now have zero fucking guys on the outside linebacker. Oh, sorry, they have one. And nope. that actually nope. – that actually, that, that actually is pretty funny because, like, that shows up uh, teams – it really is. They fucking bring him up. They send him back down. And, you know, Sherwood's out. And uh, they have the other rookie there. But literally, they're going to have to bring him back up because they don't have any outside linebackers on that team. Um, so, but he's a guy, yeah, you can get him and stash him. But it uh, concerns me because he just plays that kind of weird outside linebacker next to Mosley. But, again, with Cashman out and Sherwood out, you know, there's a lot of guys out in that team. You know, there could be some value to be, you know, to be found somewhere in, in you know, in those kind of spots. You could find a little bit of that. Um, Cashman's you know, a thought, guy. You know who should? You, I like Cashman. Can we, can we, I want to. I want to stay on Delshawn for a minute because I love yeah. the story. Um, and yeah. and to be honest with you, he got sent down uh, because of the loophole. You you know you only have, um, you know he came up from the from the practice squad uh, on Saturday because of injuries. So you know they at that point in time you only have a decision you. you you have one of two decisions to make. You can either send it back down or you can, um, or, or you need to sign them to a contract if you want to keep them. So, uh, you know, they, they opted to send him back down and now he's coming back up again. And I think he's the type of guy that could be a good supporting cast member to that New York Jets core. Uh, I, I think he's, uh, he showed enough um, and, and one it wasn't just the one game. He actually he did well during the uh, during the preseason as well. So, to me, you know, you were talking about your buddy Shorewood, who also played very well. Delshawn was another one who who uh, was certainly on the radar. So, I mean, I think the New York Jets as a collective, uh, as much as we don't like to talk about them, somebody's going to take some snaps. Uh, CJ Mosley, <laughs> yeah. uh, CJ Mosley did just fine, all things considered. Uh, but you know it's it's week one, so we're not going to overreact here. Um, but Mosley's also twenty nine. I didn't realize that. I completely forgot about that. So uh, I'm not. You know, you you only he gets paid. You, you've already know my my stance on Mosley, so we're not going to go down a Mosley tear. But I do think. Delshawn could be a nice addition long term to that defense. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with you. I mean, I think you know. Uh, again, I, I'm not really chasing that. I like Sherwood, um, but they're all kind of playing outside linebacker, and it's weird. But it's something to keep note of. 
Um, you know, he had nine assists. This is a monitor goals. situation, you not can, a pickup situation. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, and again, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one more of the monitoring situations. Um, and I just actually had the guy, and here's a guy I'm actually monitoring, and I kind of I'm curious about the situation because he had huge hype, right? And that's Zach Bond out of New Orleans, right? Because we all like Pete Warner, but remember Zach Bond was the guy that everyone loved last year, right? He was the guy that everyone loved, took him to the Saints, and I guarantee you he's probably available in most of the dynasty leagues, right? He had a huge game, he had five solo tackles. So again, I'm putting them on that same list of like, okay, maybe if I need an extra guy because I had an IR spot open up or something, maybe I'm picking him up. But or if not, I'm he's on my watch list. Like I'm like, now I'm curious. Because you know, we're you know, we like Pete Warner, but maybe it's not Warner, maybe it's Bond. Like these teams will tell you, like, you know, some of the rookies you thought were gonna produce, you know, I'm not worried about, you know, Jermaine Davis. I think it's gonna take a little time. Um, Nick Bolton was a nice little surprise. You know, he had a couple of couple of pressure in the backfield. He looked like a little firecracker. They're going to ease him in and he'll get more snaps and a little more comfortable, you know? So, and, and my favorite lunch pail guy who just shows up, right? Who just shows up every week, Jermaine Pratt just shows up and gets tackles up the middle of that team. That damn bagels. It's just always Pratt. It's always lunch pail. You want a lunch pail guy? Go get Pratt. Pratt is a, uh, how, is, is a lunch pail guy. And we, and we've, we've already had this part of the conversation in the previous episode, but it's Bell who's normally the cleaner or, or the, the lead lead tackler and he was in this case as well uh but Bates you know this Bates is another guy who who intrigues the hell out of me and continues to to make a little bit of noise as well so this this play is all around so what do you got for if you're not happy who's your next guy up if you're not happy with your safeties right and they're not top five guys fucking drop them because there's like 30 other safeties available. There's safety help all over the goddamn board. Like that, that, that's one of the things I kind of did notice. Is I mean, from from guys like Logan Ryan, who seems to be respected and just get, you know, that's the funny spot. A guy like Logan Ryan, right? And I like Peppers. And then they drafted the kid McKinney, right? And then they drafted the kid mm-hmm. last year. Right. So that's two safety be like, but who comes in and like cleans everything up? It's old fucking faithful. Logan Ryan comes in at the safety position. Right, this is where you can learn stuff. Week one, IDP side again. We talk about all the time. Like, yeah, you could you could say that oh, Peppers and McKinney they're more talented. Well, maybe, but this shows me what they think about it. If Logan Ryan's in there getting all the tackles, that shows me who they trust and who's that. Um, and I thought you saw a lot of you know your boy Abrams play well. We talked about that. Um, but even guys like Eric Rowe, God, it's funny how all the ex-Patriots corners turn into like solid safeties. Uh, this, well, it's because they're solid tacklers. Like they go out there and they solidly tack. They're not, you know, they're not flashy. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, I thought my old boy Tracy Walker. You know, look, look, Tracy look Walker back from, did just good, fine. right back in his old defensive role back there. You know, I look, he looked better than he was last year. So I think you could find that. Um, you know, and you know, big play upside. You know, Justin Reed looked big play upside. I like Justin Reed, but he's not a big tackle guy. But he's going to make big plays. He's going to make big plays, but he ain't going to get big numbers. So. You know, again, I thought that was a glaring thing that I saw about that you could go get. You know, some of these top tier safeties are out there. Um, I, I don't, I don't really have that that need. Um, and again, I think that's the same with corners. Right? Well, Do you have any safeties I, that you like? Let's talk about safety? let's talk about corners for a second. Uh, I really only have one guy to to bring up, and that is uh, Asante Samuel Jr., who. Uh, I wasn't sure what his what his reps were actually going to look like, uh, but he was on the field enough um, 
that he produced five tackles. And if I'm getting five tackles from him from a uh, from a cornerback, and you're playing cornerbacks, depending on how how deep your your IDP format is, uh, a guy like Sante Samuel Jr. Uh, it is an interesting rookie play um, for the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's no doubt. I mean, there's definitely was some corners that had some had some good games. Um, I know for me there was a nice verification because I know my boy was like second, I think, in tackles, and that's a little Jarius Sneed, right? He had seven tackles, corner out of Kansas City. Got my only sleeper corner all off season. I'm happy when you come out there and you get seven tackles week one. Shows me okay. On a team like that, I want it. You know, Ramsey, Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey looked good as usual. You know, you you saw some corners. It's funny because veteran corners played really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Janoris Jenkins. Uh, again, it showed eight me that total tackles by Jenkins. Eight, eight, eight total eight. tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, yeah. And that's what, you know, Sneed was right there with seven. Um, you know, Ramsey. You know, same thing. Um, and then and then you had guys getting picked on, right? You had you know Anthony Everett. Right? That was the guy the Raiders decided to throw at mm-hmm. over and over and over again. So, like, those are keys. Those are other things that you can find that are reactions. But if I'm looking for a corner this week, I, I'm picking up him because it looks like if, if, if the rate is like, fuck it, we're just going to throw at this guy, the team playing him this week is going to probably say the same thing. They're like, well, that looks like the weakness. <laughs> Go with this yep. dude, you know, until they don't, right? I mean, so I thought you saw, you know, and again, we talk about the number two corner. You know, Humphreys had a good game, but the number two corner had a better game. Right. And that's and that's where I like, you know, Sneed is the number two corner. And the same thing, um, you know, sometimes, you know, number one corner looks good. Your old faithful AJ Terrell, I think he's gonna have another solid year because they don't have anyone else. And he just tackles guys. Um, but again, you know, corners, yeah, you know, they're corners, rotate, have fun, play matchups. You can you can you can get a lot of this and a lot of that out of it. Um the funnest position was probably that DND tackle because there was a lot of sacks, a lot of, lot of sacks and pressures this weekend. There, there really was, and I'll be honest with you. When I'm getting almost forty points out of out of my D tackles alone, I am a very happy person. Uh, and and one of those guys uh, that that really drove it home was uh, who was the guy out of out of my, your, the your Eagles? Boy, was it Hargrove? How was your guy? How was your boy Hargrove? No, you're right. The D tackles, the D tackles did play well. My boy Simmons played really well, right? Uh, your boy from the 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 uh, the Panthers there was that Brown played well. Brown right? we played some, well. Brown played um, well. I mean, we 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 had guys bringing all over. You know, Hargrove. Um, my great sleeper defensive end, Hassan Reddick, great, awesome, love it, right? And that's the that's the great Hargrave. version. That was the was guy awesome. I was looking I was for. Close. Hargrave, Hargrove, somewhere. Yes. He's 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 a, he's a hard ass, is what he is. I I, I always like that dude. Lunchfield guy, very much so. Um, Buckner doing Buckner things. Uh, my Cros- uh, Crosby looked good. It's nice upside play, right? That's a nice progression you like to see. So you know, it was a good week for uh, for IDP play for sure. I think um, I think. There's plenty of guys to still monitor, but still plenty of guys to go pick up as you're as you're looking through to reset your uh, reset your strategy coming up this week. So happy hunting, guys.